Today, we are joined by a practice manager who is also a partner in a GP practice. And you might be aware that new partners in GP practices are eligible for some financial support and a grant for training. And that's how a lot of people on our Medics Money New GP Partnership course pay for that training, which is really invaluable because as GPs, we don't get much financial education at all and yet we're expected to go and run a business but for some reason best known to NHS England practice manager partners are not eligible for this funding and we've been waiting for this to be resolved for a while and it hasn't and so we've taken matters into our own hands so as well as talking to Steph today about how being a practice manager is and what she's learned we also have a very special offer for two new practice manager partners who are also members of the IGPM to join our course and we are fully funding those places because they're not eligible for the funding which seems crazy so we are delighted to offer two fully funded places and the details of how to apply for that are in the show notes or in the podcast so let's get into today's podcast. The Medics Money Podcast helps doctors, dentists and other professionals make better financial decisions. Hosted by myself, Dr Tommy Perkins, a GP. And by me, Dr Ed Cantelow, a GP but also a chartered accountant and chartered tax advisor. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute any form of advice and tax allowances and rates are subject to change. So on today's podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Stephanie Tedstone. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Would you like to tell the Medics Money podcast listeners a bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm Steph Tedstone and I'm a managing partner down in South Devon in Compass House Medical Centres. Yeah, so that's interesting already because you are not only a practice manager, but you are also a partner in the GP practice. And this is something which is not that common at the moment, but definitely in my experience becoming more common. And I think I'm a big fan of it. So tell us a bit about your journey. How did you end up being a practice manager partner? Yeah, so I joined my practice in 2016. So I come from a corporate background. So I had 15 years working in corporate world. And the last job I did in the corporate world was commercial banking. And so I looked after businesses, 2 million plus turnover. And I was quite fortunate that some of the businesses I looked after were GP practices. So I had a really good insight to GP practices and the business side, how they're set up and how they're running. So I applied for the job and made the change in 2016 and joined my practice and just absolutely loved it. Loved working with the team, loved the autonomy of being able to run a business and work with everyone. So I did the role for a couple of years and then became partner three years ago now. Amazing. So how does the corporate world compare to the GP world? What sort of the things that stand out as being radically different and, and things that are the same? Different things are, oh, the corporate world is, is very large organisations, so you're very much kind of imposed on what the flow and the direction of travel is going to be. But the positives are you get a lot of training, you get a lot of support, you get to build up a lot of knowledge and experience and exposure to a lot of different circumstances. In general practice, one of the things that I loved when I first came over is it is like running a mini business. So you, you come in where well, you are running a business. That's exactly what you're doing. So you come in, you have the full autonomy to work with your team and build and grow as you see fit within the wider structure. So 
in some ways, it is similar to corporate in that you've got somebody on high helping shape the direction of travel that we all have to go towards. But there's still an awful lot of autonomy and a lot that we can still do at a local level to influence how the practice operates. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's one thing that I really love that general practice is really agile. It's quite a good sized organization or business, but it's really easy to change. And I think that's one of the strengths of general practices that we've demonstrated recently in rolling out the vaccination program. I think that was a great success and a demonstration of just how agile and adaptable general practice can be. And I think that's partly because of the partnership model. So you said that you joined in your practice in 2016 and then three years later you became a partner. There's probably lots of PMs listening to this thinking, you know, how did you even start that process and and what was it like? Any tips? Yeah. So my journey is probably a bit different to other people. So after after I joined, I think I've been here six months and my partners who are very open to having practice managers as a partner, the, the practice manager prior to me was a partner also. So they were used to that model. And I think I'd been here six months and they had the conversation with me around, did I want to become a partner? And at that time I did say it's something that I'd like to do in the future, but I've only been here six months. Let's see how things progress over the next period of time, however that might be. Because for me, it was really important that who you choose to work with in a partnership, it is like a marriage. So you want to know you're going in it with open eyes, that you know the people really well, and it's it's a long-term commitment. So I kind of waited it was two years then. We then had the conversation after I'd been here two years. Actually, now I'm ready to become a partner. So I didn't have any doors to open or push against because my partners were always open to the idea. So it was more when I felt ready to take that next step. I think that's a good tip for any potential partner is it is like a marriage and you probably didn't propose on the first date. So like a little time of working there and getting a feel of the organization and making sure it's right for you is definitely a wise move. So some kind of mutual assessment period where you can suss out the lie of the land. Excellent. So it sounds like it was a pretty smooth transition to you to partnership. Then, you you know, you're doing all of that. And then you sort of, with lots of other practice managers, you started something called the Institute of General Practice Management. So tell me about how this came about and what does the IGPM do? Yeah, so IGPM, the Institute of General Practice Managers, was set up by four practice managers about 18 months ago. And so they set it up initially and it came off the back of the partnership the new to partnership scheme payments that had been announced and practice managers were excluded from that payment and one of the reasons that was given for practice managers being excluded was they weren't a recognized body and there wasn't a register that people could register for so it was quite shocking quite upsetting for practice managers to be excluded especially when it was opened up to so many other roles and has since been opened up to other roles so the four practice managers that set it up originally are the four directors and they set it up with the aim of getting an accreditation process and a register in place as well as being a formal recognition for the profession of practice managers and just to be able to provide support to practice managers so that was set up 18 months ago and now we're over 1,000 members across the whole of the UK. So we've got representation, not just in England, but also Wales, Ireland and Scotland. So it really is representative of the whole of the UK from that point of view. Awesome. And you've been quite diplomatic there, but 
Just to clarify this, so at the moment in England, new GP partners are eligible for up to £20,000, are we saying golden hello, and then up to £3,000 for the training grant. And that's how most people on the Medics Money Partnership course fund the training. And if you're a GP, if you're a nurse, if you're a nurse practitioner, if you're a paramedic, if you're a pharmacist, all of those are eligible for the money. But mm -hmm. practice managers are not. Yeah, it was quite shocking to be excluded to start with. And over the past 18 months, as I say, the IGPM have been setting up an accreditation process with Professor James Kingsland. So proper accreditation process that's going to launch in June, which will then give us a register and accreditation process. So the argument that we were given for the reason of being excluded will no longer exist. When I first found out about this, I just didn't understand it was incomprehensible to me. And it was one of those things that I thought, oh, that'll get fixed because it's so obviously wrong. That was about two years ago now, and it still hasn't been fixed. And this really annoyed us at Medics Money. And so the great thing about Medics Money now is that we've grown to a size where we can, you know, help people out. So we are going to help out new practice manager partners by offering two fully funded places on our medics money gp partnership course to new gp practice manager partners if that makes sense who are also in the igpm so are we going to just put your contact details in the links below yeah details that's really great and it's a fantastic offer and I know that will benefit quite a lot of people I think one of the things that we've seen happen over the last couple of years is a slowing down of practice managers becoming partners because of the golden handshake not being there for practice managers. So a lot of practice managers that perhaps were considering or offer partnerships have had it on hold, thinking this will get resolved, this will get resolved. And so far it hasn't been resolved, which means that some practice managers have now become partners anyway, or hoping it will be resolved in the future. But yeah, as you said, it's something that we thought would be resolved very quickly. And it is a real kick in the teeth for practice managers to not be recognised for the work that we do in practices. And another interesting thing is in Wales, they do have access to it. So last year, they introduced, if you're a practice manager in Wales, you do have access to the scheme in Wales, which is slightly different to the scheme in England, but they have access in exactly the same way as all the other roles do in Wales. And that was with effect from the 1st of April last year. So it's a bit, if you can do it in Wales, why can't we do it in England? Yeah, it just makes absolutely no sense. And the value of a practice manager partner is just invaluable in my experience, an essential part of the team. So I have no idea why I applaud your efforts to try to rectify it. But as I said, we were expecting it to get fixed. It hasn't got fixed. So for two new practice manager partners who are members of the IGPM, we are offering two fully funded spaces either on our June course or the autumn course. So yeah, the contact details for that will be in there. And I really welcome on our course, we have GPs, we have pharmacists, we have uh, advanced nurse practitioners. We have practice managers teaching on the course. So I really welcome having two practice managers as part of our cohort as well, because everybody brings different skills and different expertise. And we've just kind of got that together in an online community that's all working together. So I'm really excited for two of your members to be joining us and the contact details for that will be below. Can we do some crystal ball gazing at the moment now? Because, you know, we're under a lot of change at the moment in general practice. And sometimes there's quite a bit of negativity about the role of being a partner. I'm well past the honeymoon period now, having been a partner for 
four years my goodness and I still love it and I still you know love doing the job but it is really hard I mean you've been a partner for similar kind of length of time what's your sort of message was it a good move and what's the good things and what's the bad things for me, it was a great move, but I think it depends on the individual. Partnership isn't for everybody, and it's not for every practice manager in the same way it's not for every GP. Some GPs and some practice managers wouldn't want to be partners and might not necessarily make good partners. So it, it isn't for everybody, but for those of us it is for, and those of us that enjoy that and are that way inclined, it is a really fantastic opportunity to shape and be part of the business and have that buy-in and feel like you can really shape and really have an impact on, on what you're doing. So for me, the benefits absolutely far outweigh any negatives. The only negatives there are, from my point of view, is the personal liability that you feel for your staff and the personal liability you have in terms of the property. I mean, I'm a property-owning partner as well, so I sit alongside all of my GPs have exactly the same responsibilities that they do. But that's a minor kind of thing there with, with everything else and all the other benefits that come from being a partner and from being able to have such a say in the business and how it's run. Yeah, absolutely. I've been a salaried, a locum, I had a special interest and I've been a partner. And the reason why I like partner the most is what you just said. If I see something that is not being done you know, that could be done better or improved. It's really easy to improve that because the organization is really agile. And I think at the moment, there's loads of new technology that's sort of come along since the pandemic. And that technology is opening up lots of opportunities to work more efficiently. And I always give the example of how we book our flu clinics. So we used to book our flu clinics by having a walk-in, which resulted in big queues, which was not ideal, or by sending them letters and then asking them to phone up the practice to book an appointment. Not good. Now we send out a link via text or email and the patient books themselves into a slot of their choosing for the flu vaccine. And it's less admin work for us. It's better for the patients. And, you know, we want to vaccinate all our patients against these terrible diseases that are around at the moment, but so do pharmacies, etc. So we need to make it a good experience for everybody, the patients, us. And so there's loads of new tech and I'm really excited by that. All right. Well, that was really amazing. Thank you for your time, Steph. We wanted to do this in partnership with Emma Winterburn, who is one of the advanced nurse practitioners on our course, but lining up schedules was impossible, which probably tells you a bit about the life of being a partner. So how can people find out more about the IGPM and how can they contact you about getting those spaces? site you can go to www.igpm.org.uk and that's the website where people can sign up on there and become a member so we're trying to keep the membership fee as minimal as possible for people one of the key things about the igpm is it's run by practice managers for practice managers and that's our really big commitment that it is representative and it is there's no commercial interest from it there's no profit making from it it is solely there to represent and be a voice and support for practice managers so there's a website that you can go to there's all the information on the website with along with how you can become a member so as well as the four practice managers that, that set up it originally we also have regional reps and I'm one of the regional reps for IGPM so I cover Devon and Cornwall which is where I'm based along with Kyla and there's probably about 20 of us I think that cover the whole of the UK and work together so that's a little bit about the IGPM and I, I think something that was quite interesting we did a survey about 
two months ago now of practice managers and we had a very high response rate to that compared to some other surveys that are done and one of the interesting statistics that came out of that was 55% of practice managers that answered the survey said they were thinking of leaving the profession within the next year or two and this is why things like the new to partnership payments for practice managers are so important when you've got such a large number of people considering leaving because it is a hard job for me this is going to create a a real recruitment issue coming in it's a real succession issue actually if you've got people leaving who is going to come in and take those jobs behind and unlike when you've got GPs in a partnership, you will have three, four, five, 10, 20 GPs. If you've got one GP that's maybe not engaged, you've got other GPs around that can help. You've got one practice manager. So if your practice manager isn't engaged and isn't recognised for the work they do, or you can't replace that, you're going to have real problems in general practice going forward. And I think we're storing up some real problems for the future here if we don't address this. 100% like workforce, I think, is the number one challenge right now, in my opinion, actually. So, yeah, well, hopefully those two lucky IGPM members who come on our course will not want to leave the profession after a short period of time. Thank you so much for your time today, Steph. I know you've got a busy day, so I'll let you get on. Thanks so much Thank for you. joining us on the Medics Money podcast. Thank you very much.